everyone so i noticed that a lot of people have been googling uh, the minimum wage so i thought now would be a good time to talk about that uh my very first few videos are about employment law and i made a conscious effort to move away from it to prevent this becoming an employment law account and now i'm back here maybe everyone cares about employment law maybe it's what will make me the most helpful but here i am back to employment as i was before so firstly who is entitled to the minimum wage um the answer is a worker that's more broad than the term employee or other specific phrases well, the, mini the National Minimum Wage Act 1998, uh, it's section 54.3, if you want the reference, actually says that the minimum wage is the entitlement for workers over compulsory school age. So with that in mind, the minimum wage is for over 16s. So under 16s aren't entitled to minimum wage, but the actual rules about uh, who is above compulsory school ages it varies across the uk um, and as a result under 16s is a generic term but it's not 100 percent watertight accurate but i feel like as a run through it would be sufficient to just say uh, that it's over 16s, well, 16 and over. Now, a, question, a quick thing about terminology. National minimum wage is for people 16 to 22, so that's the term that will be used, whereas national living wage is for people 23 and over. Now, this next part is something which UK law doesn't... Um, share with america which is that a tip or a gratuity does not count as a wage paid by the employer so in america a worker can um, be paid a very minor amount basic wage and then that's topped up by tips so that the owner most often it, it involves restaurants of course uh, only pays them a very basic stipend and if they make enough in tips to cover the minimum wage then they don't have to pay them anymore they're supposed to pay the shortfall if they don't make enough in tips but obviously there are employers who play a bit fast and loose with that and exploit their workers but that's simply not legal in the uk at all a tip or gratuity is in addition to the wage. It's not a replacement and cannot be used by the employer to count towards the minimum wage. One of the uh, aspects of minimum wage which often catches employers out, I'll just mention this quickly, is overtime payments. Now, overtime does count towards the minimum wage, but only to the extent of a normal contractual rate of pay 
So if they have a normal contractual rate, which is below minimum wage, but they work overtime or a shift and the payment for overtime or that specific shift is above minimum wage, as far as the law is concerned, they are being paid below minimum wage because they only take the normal contractual rate of pay. A lot of employers get that wrong and put in the contract a very low figure with the expectation that they'll be on a shift or overtime or other form of working that will overall bring them above the amount. So uh, you should be aware that the contractual rate is the key one, not the actual rate of pay being worked. So what is a worker? So there's a lot of um, examples that are given and there's a lot of very technical language, but eventually I decided that it's best for me to just try and distill it to its most simple form. So a worker is either working under a contract of employment, and presumably an employee as a result, or under another contract to perform personal work or services. The key point is they aren't self-employed. The self-employed aren't workers and so they aren't uh, entitled to the minimum wage. Obviously, this is subject to a great deal of litigation with uh, some employers saying that they consider uh, the people working for them to be self-employed, uh, but the people obviously dispute that and believe that they're employees or doing contract work and are workers. Uh, the most important thing to bear in mind in that respect is a case called James and Red Cats Brands Limited from 2007. The Employment Appeals Tribunal stated that the burden of proof is on the employer to show that a person who is claiming entitlement to the minimum wage is not a worker. It's not for the employee or worker to prove that they are entitled to minimum wage. The uh, starting point is that they are entitled and it's the employer who has to show that they aren't a worker and thereby are not entitled to minimum wage. So moving on to the important bit, what actually is the minimum wage? So as it stands right now, the national living wage is £8.91 per hour. That's for the over 23s, of course. The national minimum wage for those under 23 uh, varies depending on age category. For under 18s, the minimum wage is £4.62. Between 18 and 20, the minimum wage is £6.56. And for those aged 21 to 22, uh, well, to be fair, it's just those two uh, ages, the minimum wage is £8.36. It's important to note, however, that the minimum wage changes annually by a few tens of pence on average, and that's an annual every April thing. So uh, we're in March, April is next month, 
and it is going to change because of that uh, next month. Although the wage is worked at an, hour, at an hourly rate, which is why it's £8.91 per hour, it also applies to people being paid by tasks completed or if they're paid an annual salary with obviously there being specific salaried hours or they're being paid by task completed uh, as a general term they'll work out how much work is required in hours to complete that task and therefore if it's commensurate to the minimum wage based on how much they are going to be paid for the task completed. Ultimately, the hours worked must be compensated at a level that is at least equal to minimum wage. That's the important part. We'll find a way to work out if per hour a person is being underpaid or not. Now, this is rather an artificial question that I don't think many people would ask, but legally it's an important one. Are apprentices subject to the national minimum wage? I feel like the best answer is actually sometimes. Apprentices may be entitled to the apprentice rate, which is a separate rate, or the minimum wage for the age group, depending on circumstances. The current apprentice rate is £4.30 per hour. You'll notice that this is lower than the under 18 minimum wage, but this obviously only applies if the apprentice is either under 19 or in the first year of their apprenticeship, regardless of age. And obviously that's a minimum. You must pay an apprentice at least £4.30 per hour. You can pay them more. An apprentice who is over 19 and in at least the second year of their apprenticeship, so they don't fulfil either of the criteria, will be entitled to the minimum wage for their age group. So is the minimum wage changing this year? As I said, it changes annually every April. So yes, it will. From April 2022, the national living wage will be £9.50. The national minimum wage for someone 21 to 22 will become £9.18. For those aged 18 to 20, it will be £6.83. And apprentices and under 18s will actually have the same minimum wage, which is £4.81. And what's the consequence of a contract not paying the required wage? Well, a contract of employment for below minimum wage isn't legally binding, and the employer cannot enforce it against the employee. So that's going to be especially important if there's no compete clauses or confidentiality clauses. If the contract isn't legally binding because it violates a minimum wage, the employer can't enforce it against the employee. But and a worker who cannot resolve a dispute with their employer would be strongly advised to contact ACAS for advice. Uh, the reason being is that before you bring proceedings in a tribunal, which is one of your options if you're not being paid a minimum wage, you have to contact ACAS first so they can offer you conciliation. You don't 
have to accept it if you don't think it's worthwhile or it's not feasible. But ACAS do need to be informed beforehand. Minimum wage is a contractual right that every worker has. If the employer doesn't provide it, then they're in breach of uh, their obligations and in breach of contract. And the normal remedies, well, remedy of damages for breach of contract will be available, but so will any other remedies, such as an injunction, if the situation uh, requires the court to exercise its equitable jurisdiction. It's also important to note that an employer paying less than minimum wage is committing a criminal offence punishable by a fine. That fine can actually be very high. It can be up to £20,000 per worker who hasn't been paid minimum wage. So, I mean, if you're paying 100 workers less than minimum wage, you can be fined up to £2 million. That's a very high fine. I hope you realise. Also, because it's a right of every worker, it's very strongly protected. If an employee takes steps to enforce their entitlement to minimum wage, the employer cannot penalise them for doing so. If they dismiss or colloquially fire a person or constructively dismiss, you know, bully them into quitting, then it'll be automatically unfair and it's also automatically unfair to dismiss an employee solely to avoid paying them the minimum wage. So if you don't want to pay that person's age group, if you fire them before they reach that age just to avoid paying minimum wage that they're entitled to, that would be an automatically unfair dismissal. And in addition to the Employment Tribunal, uh, you can report it to HMRC. HMRC will be the ones who would investigate if a criminal offence is being committed. Suppose the employer is under an obligation to keep sufficient records to prove everyone is being paid minimum wage. So if they fail to do so, it's HMRC who will be investigating it since paying people above minimum wage and on a uh, accounting sheet saying that you are paying the minimum wage would be one way of uh, committing tax evasion, which is an even worse and more serious crime and one HMRC will definitely want to know more about. But you can report to HMRC anonymously if you wish, and they can order your employer to repay you the amount you were underpaid by for up to six years prior to uh, the report being made to them. So if you've been underpaid for less than six years, the entire period you've been employed can be compensated. And if you've been underpaid for more than six years, however, you can only be compensated for the six years you were underpaid. But on the plus side, since uh, the minimum wage rises every year, they'll actually be the most financially advantageous years, presumably. Yeah, there must be. I can't think of any. If you're being paid below minimum wage, I can't imagine any situation in which 
it would not be to your advantage. Well, I feel like that's everything about uh, minimum wage. Uh, is there anything else I need to say? Just one thing about ACAS. ACAS can't give legal advice. Uh, you need a uh, employment lawyer for that. You need to find a well. It's a solicitor you'd look for first. It's fab. It is possible to go directly to a barrister, a so-called DAB, a direct access barrister, but it's more common for you to go to a solicitor and if a barrister is needed, they'll find a barrister. ACAS also don't do calculations such as the minimum wage entitlement. So they, won't, they can't, for instance, get a pen and paper and multiply your hours of work by the amount you paid to see if you're being paid uh, below minimum wage when it's worked out hourly. But one things I can do is offer you advice, provided it's not legal advice, and conciliate your dispute with an employer. The advice is free and confidential. So if you talk to ACAS, they won't tell your employer uh, about you speaking to them. And you won't be charged for it at all. You don't need to pay for ACAS advice. It's totally free. With that in mind, I hope this has proved helpful to you. And please like, share and subscribe and tell me if there's anything else I can possibly help with. Otherwise, I was friend-in-law. See you next week.